Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way and get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. He is there with us, the Carmo Kedda, Ian Jones. Uh, Morning, Carmo. How are you doing? Yeah, morning, Ricardo. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Hello to the listeners. It's It's been so long since we spoke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I miss you already, champ. Hey, we're speaking code and we're speaking cheap uh, with a touch of Crusaders, so it's all, all good stuff. Yeah, mate, it is. It's really good stuff. I'm just, um, you know, excited for this matchup this weekend because, and and I know, like, Carmo, when we talk rugby, we we tend not to talk past eight, don't we? We we tend to talk the the men and the, the men that get the job done uh, for the flash stands out the back. But uh, I mean, you you look at these two eights, and it's really hard to separate them. I mean, maybe Hooker, uh, there there is a, there is a, an edge for Cru- for the Crusaders, but everywhere else it looks pretty even. Well, Ricardo, you know when you're going down to Christchurch, whenever you take on the Crusaders, wherever there's class outfit, really well-prepared, skilled team, you have to front up uh, in that front eight, and more in particular in the set piece, because they've just put the squeeze on you, you know, the scrum time squeeze, that field position that they can kind of manipulate, so that line-out squeeze, they attack um, the kickoff, so they really do put teams and, and really just wear them down over the course of an 80-minute period into the set phase. So that's going to be a big, big focus for the Chiefs this week. You know, can they not just get parity, but can they get some domination? Can they put some pressure back on the Crusaders in those areas of the game? Can they manipulate the scrum that they way they want it so the backs can then start to attack? So, yeah, absolutely, Ricardo. I mean... We might see some of the daisy pickers um, scoring some of the tries, and we love to see that as fans. But you have to, you absolutely have to be on point, sharp, and spot on at set phase time taking Crusaders. And got to say, mate, I believe the Chiefs can. Well, I mean, we talk about that battle up front, and of course the front rows are a big part of that, but really the, the, the one that excites me, the battle that excites me, and I know it'll excite you because we're talking your old position, is is it lock? We're going to probably have Sam Whitelock and Scott Barrett up against Josh Lord and Brody Retallick. I mean, four of the best locks running around in, in world rugby, let alone New Zealand rugby. Yep, four all-backs going toe-to-toe, um, sitting the tone, wanting to get one over their mates. Uh, that lock and combination partnership of Barrett and Whitelock has been around longer, clearly, than the Retallick and Josh Lord. So, you know, they're still kind of feeling each other out and kind of playing off each other's strengths. And we often talk, don't we, Ricardo, about that locking duel is absolutely a partnership. They have absolutely need to be in sync and understand each other's games. And the Retallick-Lord one is just starting. But, boy, they were pretty impressive uh, last week in Eden Park. 
Britannic's getting back to an absolute beast as, as best. You know, hitting those rucks, maybe standing a little bit wider. You know, second man play, which he's so damn good at, which means Josh Lord can kind of truck it up. If I was Josh Lord, man, I'd just absolutely try and take on Sam Whitelock. He's got to be the, the man I'd want to take out. And, and it's an <laughs> easier said than done. He's an absolute class player, Sam Whitelock. But if Josh Lord can physically, both in the air and a ruck time, take out Sam Whitelock, that's going to be a huge step in the Chiefs' favour. I think the one other big thing in the Chiefs' favour, um, Ricardo, they're not scared of going down there. They've, they've had success down there in the past. I know they lost the final last year down there, but they're in the hunt the whole way through. So that's, that, that's a good tick and positive on the Chiefs, but the one sticking point, mate, the one sticking point that they would have been so disappointed with at Eden Park was their kicking game, you know, the exit players getting getting away from that press situation. Didn't do it that well. Uh, Blues capitalised, um, and boy, if they don't do it well against Crusaders, they will absolutely punish you and uh, won't be the result. Some of us, Ricardo, um, uh, aren't after. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the question here is, um, you know, Josh Uwani, who has come into the Chiefs this season from the Highlanders, he, he started the season pretty well, I thought, but um, can they get 80 minutes out of him uh, this weekend? Because he's going to be going head-to-head with Richie Mwanga. I mean, the, these are, you know, two of our three top first fives, you've got to say. Yeah, and a guy like uh, Josh Uwani, we've just got to keep, you know, if we want that forward domination, we want to put that scoreboard pressure, we want to put the Crusaders um, chasing the game, which they're not that used to. And, and they're not that used to because they're so damn good. And they can dominate early. But um, if the Chiefs with Josh Uwani can get that ball in front of the forwards the whole time, start turning the Crusaders around a little bit, make them um, do something that they're not used to doing uh, at home, well, then the outcome may be what the Chiefs are after. If they can't do that, and, and as we know, Richard Mowong can absolutely do that, then, you know, it kind of throws everything back uh, in the Crusaders' favour. But, uh, oh, look, mate, I'm absolutely, hopefully you can hear my voice, absolutely fizzed about this game. I think with the Chiefs, with that game at Eden Park, you know, they had that momentum killer when they missed uh, the Moana Pacifica game. They got back into the swing of things last week, and I'm kind of hoping... They can absolutely kick on from that Eden Park game. Start at a pace that the Crusaders, who most of them took the weekend off last weekend, aren't used to, aren't expecting, and uh, get some, some early points. And as I keep saying, you know, put the Crusaders into a position they're not always used to and get them chasing the game. I think that's, uh, that's the Chiefs' best, uh, best opportunity for a victory down there, which is never easy. Absolutely never easy. We're up against the class outfit, but early points, pressure on the Crusaders, and it could be a great day for the Chiefs. Yeah, and I mean, you know, a big part of what's worked well for the Chiefs so far this season is Peter Gus Suakula um, off the back of the scrum, man. He is just an absolute metre eater. Uh, what do you expect the Crusaders to do to counter that? I mean, I talked to uh, Razor on, on Monday night, uh, and, uh, and all he said was he was glad he wasn't still playing because it hurt just watching. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, you know, we've seen Pablo Matera play six. We've seen him play eight. What do you think uh, Robertson will do to counter uh, that meter eater for the Chiefs? Well, I guess the best form of uh, defensive attack. So, what uh, Jason Ryan and Scotty Robinson, the, the Ford um, players themselves, could say, will try and put so much pressure 
both in, in direct pressure but manipulating left and right are the chief scrums. So Peter Gus doesn't have that great platform to be able to scup the ball and go, I would imagine that's absolute first point of contact. And we get going back to that, you know, your set phase needs to be on point. They will contest the Chiefs' lineouts. And if you don't have that stable platform, it's really hard uh, to get your game going. So I imagine that's number one uh, for the Crusaders. And then clearly number two, um, you've got to try and double team this guy when he's running because not only from the base of the scrum, he's making some metres. Ricardo, his timing, his beautiful uh, entry into the back line or his timing off Brad Weber when he's running onto the ball, steaming to get all those yards. It's just so damn impressive. And one-on-one, uh, I think it's damn hard no matter how good a tackler you are. So I think you'll see a lot, because they're the good at this anyway, uh, a lot of lot of double teaming, a lot of two-man uh, players going on Peter Gus, but that only leaves an opportunity somewhere else. Um, if they put two men or three men on, on Gus, it means there's some overlaps and some opportunities elsewhere. Um, so that's exciting news. And the other exciting news, seeing Anton Leonard-Brown back on there, mm. um, coming off the bench. So hopefully he's starting uh, this weekend and, and he can exploit those little overlaps that may just appear if the um, Crusaders throw huge numbers at a guy like Peter Gus. Well, I mean, potentially we could, you know, we've talked about all black matchups in the second row and all black matchups and uh, international matchups in the Lucys and at first five. But that midfield, you talk about it. I mean, Quintu Pyre uh, and um, Anton Leonard Brown or potentially Alex Mankerville, who's had a great start to the season, up against, you know, uh, David Harvili and, and Braden Enor. I mean, that's going to be a great battle as well in terms of um, controlling that middle of the park and, and, and seeing who can get the ball wide to those daisy pickers. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I've been really impressed with is um, Quintu Pye. Such a strong runner. They, they attack a lot, it seems, the Chiefs this year in that kind of 10-12 channel. Um, so holding those those two defenders in, and if they can hold those two defenders in, then clearly the, the Bowie Ritalics and the Peter Gusses or you know, Sean Stevenson's, if they go a little bit wider like that, have the opportunity. But, um, you know, that's that, that's a nice attacking area. I thought they did that well against Tuivasa Sheck Last week in Eden Park, uh, the Crusaders, we've got to absolutely respect them as a, as, as a different outfit. We can talk all of these theories and think, hey, this is going to be amazing, Ricardo. If we can get our, our game going and attack um, certain areas of the game against Crusaders. But they are a good outfit, well coached, 1-15. They'll be prepared for what's coming and throw back their own uh, opportunities to the Chiefs, so it's good for us fans uh, to watch it. But this competition and, and the fight for number one and two spot in New Zealand franchise to get that kind of potential home advantage later on down the track. We're talking, you know, a few few weeks away. Th- these these games are crucial. These, these away wins are crucial for a team like the Chiefs. They failed to do that at Eden Park last week. They need to do that at in Christchurch this week. And if they can do that, well. In the potential to finish one or two is, is right there for them. Now, Carmo, we mentioned him earlier, but I, I, I want to get your take on where he is at developmentally. I said to you last night that if Josh Lord played like he did against the Blues every week in the Super Rugby season, he would be challenging Scott Barrett for that third locking position in the All Blacks. Uh, you told me not to get ahead of myself, but I mean, where do you think he is in his development and what does he need to do to be there? Well, he's right at the start of the development. You're talking about Scott Barrett, who's got, I don't know, what he's got, 60, 70-plus, has he? 
Caps mm. for the Crusaders, maybe more. He's he's well well further down there and a proven uh, competitor at both Super Rugby level and the height of Super Rugby level championships and All Black level. So what Scott Barrett has done in terms of experience, uh, what he can offer to the team, both in the locking position or six cover if he needs to, is well ahead of, of Josh Lord. Josh Lord is very much at the start of his career. We shouldn't put his name in lights. The guy should just go through his work for this entire season, learning every day of Brody Retallick, you know, watching videos of Sam Whitelock, how he has tried his trade for the last 10 to 11 years. And then maybe in the future, he may be a guy we start talking about in the All Black Jews. And that's no disrespect at all to Josh Lord, who's clearly a big man. We like big men. We need big men in that team to dominate the air. Um, but the guy just needs to go about his work. And, and, and one of the hardest things when you're starting, Ricardo, I think we've seen this countless times over the years, is that consistency, what we saw, uh, his performance at Eden Park, to do it again this weekend, to do it again the following weekend, and that is his benchmark performance. You know, once you have a benchmark performance, you, you don't want to drop below that. Um, so it's exciting for New Zealand rugby that we have big men, absolutely fantastic, Ricardo. But um, just just let the man go about his work and, and, and see through consistency and performance where he, he finally ends up in the all-black uh, environment. Now, uh, there's, a, there's a bloke we talked a little bit about last night, and that's Tupu Vai, who got the start at six against the Blues. Uh, given the size of that Crusaders pack, do you expect that to happen again for the Chiefs this weekend? Well, I don't know the ins and outs of the Crusader, other Chiefs teams and where they're at with the injury and people coming back. You know, I mean, if Luke Jacobson clearly was okay to play this weekend, let's hope he is, he'd be your guy who'd put him in the sixth position, you know, prove a number six, you know, fearsome in defence, really solid over the ball, getting a better um, linking passing game going. So I guess that's the direction you'd take if he was fit and available circumstances last weekend determined that Clayton McMillan uh, put Tupo Vai in that in that sixth position. He did a really adequate job, but once more we just we can't put too much pressure on, on a Tupo Vai who, who's moving from a locking position to a sixth position. Expect him to be Jerome Kano overnight. That's just not going to happen. I mean, Jerome Kano wasn't Jerome Kano at the start of his career, so. Uh, if he is going to go into that position, Clayton McMillan will have full faith that he'll do the job at six. He adds some clearly some great height and variation to the line-out, which is, which is fantastic. I don't know if he's quite as fearsome um, as we want in a six, but if that's the circumstances, he's the guy that if Clayton McMillan has faith in him, we all should have faith in him. Um, and, but once more, just let the man do his, do his job. Uh, let's not put too much pressure on him to perform to the absolute height of what we expect to six because he's just starting. Um, but from what we've seen, and every time he's come on the black jersey, he delivers. And, and, and that's a pretty important thing. He will deliver. Yeah, well, actually, you had a text come through here, Carmo, as well, which uh, which is interesting because uh, it was, this is somebody that you mentioned last night. Uh, the text says, hey, Ricardo, can you ask Carmo, wouldn't Tom Robinson be the ideal AB blindside to combat the big packs of the box of the English, the French and the Irish? Well, I love Tom Robinson's attitude. I, I love his energy, and I know people are giving him a bit of a stick to give away those two penalties in, in that game, but... Uh, 
you want guys to be in the in the contest. You want guys to fight to the damn bitter end. And near the first penalty where he gave away for obstruction, that was a bit of a you know a, a dumb one. But the, the second one, the line out, you don't want a guy just to you know stand there and let the opposition win the ball, no problems at all, and and and, and maybe. Uh, when the game, he was contesting the line-out, and that line-out penalty could have gone any other game, any any other way. So I loved Tom Robinson's attitude, and you know, I loved his dedication to the team, and I loved that he wanted to stay in the fight. Um, so I was never that stressed uh, about that last penalty, to be honest uh, with you. But, yeah, we're, we're talking about Tom Robinson, we're talking about physicality, aren't we? Uh, and I'm not quite sure at this this point in time, I know he's got the energy, I know he's got the work rate, he's clearly got the ticker, there's no, no question about that, but has he absolutely got that fearsome reputation and fearsome uh, defensive uh, mindset that no international team's going to go around that blind side, no international team will try and pick up from the base of the scrum because they're going to get driven back. But at this stage, uh, I'm not sure Tom Robinson quite fills that void. Uh, that's why I'm really interested to see how a guy like Luke Jacobson can fill that void, or clearly an Ethan Blackadder who can do the same. Yeah, he's not quite the uh, the ginger cano yet, Tom Robinson, but we'll see how he how he develops. Carmo, thanks very much for your time today, mate. Really appreciate it. Go well, uh, enjoy your cycle, and uh, enjoy that game this weekend too, eh? Yeah, everyone enjoy the game and go the Chiefs. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.